0: Hi, this is Ellie Fishman. Welcome to Part 2 of CT of the Skin and Subcutaneous Tissues. And one of the things I was showing you was how even common diseases perhaps can have skin manifestations. Here's a patient with polycythemia vera Bud Chiari. You see the nodule liver. You see the uh, lesion in the right lobe which could be hepatoma in theory but it was regenerating nodule. You see splenomegaly. You see the um, hepatic artery. You go to a volume rendered image or cinematic rendered image see the nodule again you see the cirrhosis see the big spleen you see that from above as well and that's arterial phase and then you go to venous phase and what you can see is the cirrhosis nodularity the patent portal vein but the um, varices which you can see tracking into the abdominal wall right between the rectus muscle very nicely seen and there's a view posteriorly and then I can go a little bit closer and look at uh, both from uh, two different renderings with cinematic one showing you the vessels from the recanalized umbilical vein just barely pushing through the gap between muscle and the other one with muscle more transparent you really can see it nicely (coughs) excuse me and if you look right here again the same thing so one of the things i'm showing in this example are the big recanalized umbilical veins but also the multiple small collaterals in the abdominal wall that alone tells you the patient has portal hypertension. You were looking there. Or in this case, you see multiple collaterals in the abdominal wall. The inferior epigastric are huge, the draining upward to the uh, internal mammary artery. You know something's wrong here. Just, just look again, another view, two different cinematic renderings. Look at the collaterals within muscle, on muscle, between muscle. Here it is again. Two different views of that. And I'd like to show this case in part showing you the detail of the muscle and subcutaneous tissues, how we can change the renderings to really accentuate the vessels. And then when you go inside the volume, you can see that what happened here is this patient's aorta is occluded just beneath the renal arteries. That's why the patient has so many collaterals for the ocarilin and every place else intercostal collaterals, collaterals of the inferior epigastric. Here's a sagittal view. You see the abdominal aorta occluded. Now, there are many reasons for occlusion, prior catheterization. Uh, we, one reason, um, we've seen Larisha's syndrome, which is another reason. We've seen retroperitoneal fibrosis. But this was laritius, and you can see beautiful example of occlusion of the patient's aorta just beneath the SMA and renal arteries, and very nice collaterals. This idea about collaterals, here's an example of a patient with end-stage renal disease. This is volume rendering, grayscale. Look at the collaterals in the abdominal wall. It's worse in the right than the left, in part because we inject it on the right side, so it makes everything brighter there. It's probably equal when you get down to it. Here it is, again, the volume rendering showing the relationship of the collaterals. Imagine doing a liver biopsy straight on, it could be problematic. Um, And when we look at that, we look at that from the volume rendering, we look at it in the cinematic rendering, look at the detail how the vessels seem to sit on the muscle. See the collaterals, you see the intercostals, here's another look at that, just rotating it. Just a very impressive example of what you can see when you look carefully. If you look at the axials, you see some varices, but here we know exactly the size and some of the features that really help us. And again, here's another set of views. And you can see, as I go to Venus, I really like those textural changes. I like the vascularity. You can see the size of the vessels. Now, this case makes you also think about many of the cases we don't think about the abdominal wall, but there is pathology. Patients with ostomies, colostomies. Look at the increased vessels in the abdominal wall. You see the colostomy left lower quadrant. You see the loop of bowel coming through it. But you're able to look for complications, be it in the abdominal wall, be it varices, vessel occlusion, collateral pathways and the like. The ability to look at this carefully becomes really, really critical. Now, you can imagine how this kind of technology and ideas would work with trauma. Gunshot wound to the patient's right femur. You can see there's a fracture there, but the vessels seem to be intact. There is the patient's muscle mass. Beautiful muscles, right? No abnormality of note. And then you keep looking and you could see the patient's trauma in the right leg. You can see the entry wound for the bullet. You see that. You see the mild induration around it. You see where it went through. Now, if I was reading the case and I saw where the bullet was, I would know where things are. You look at the subcutaneous tissues. You try to put things together. This is better than putting things together. This is the actual visualization. And let me just rotate that a little bit so you can see it very nicely there. And then, of course, that skin would not really help me all that much on the outside. I want to see the vessels deep inside, and you can see very nicely here, the, it, it looks good when you take away the muscle. So again, how we look at things. The trauma area, again, patient with trauma to the shoulder. If you look carefully, you see the axillary artery is occluded just beyond, just near its origin. You see very nicely the acromioclavicular joint, the sternoclavicular joint. When I take the bones away, you can see very nicely that AV fistula. You can see the early venous drainage here. Beautiful example, here we go again. Same thing over the scapula. And then here, again, very much similar. We're just changing the rendering a bit, showing it and comparing it to volume rendering done under the whole volume. So again, something very easy to do. Now you should know all of the muscles here, the serratus and everything else. And so one of the things we are building on CTSS is a way of looking at muscles. And that will be very helpful when it's done. Another example in terms of trauma, here's a patient with a coracoid fracture. Again, the bone sh- shifted forward, downward. You can see the arm uh, with the skin and muscle. You can see this patient who had a stab wound to the patient's left thigh. Look how nicely you can see where the stab wound was, the defect in muscle and down to fascia. And here it is again. The thing about this case that I really like is, if you are reading the images, sometimes you can't see where the patient got stabbed, you can't tell its extent. Here it's easy for me to look at the extent of the of the laceration, stabbing. I can see all of the vessels and their uh, adjacent structure. We know that everything is being done that gives you, the radiologist, all the information that we need to have when we're reading these cases. Or this example, a patient gunshot wound to the femur, you can see the left femur, the comminuted fracture that's present. Uh, you see the injury to the soft tissue, injury to muscle. You can see very nicely the injuries there and there. And again, just look at the detail as to what you get in terms of muscle and subcutaneous tissue and bone and everything in between, which is critical mass when you're looking at complex cases. Or here's shows a few more views showing the distal femur fracture, orientation of adjacent bony structures, no um, other findings. And then here we show the same thing with the skin. So again, it does make the point that musculoskeletal is really good for cinematic rendering because it's able to be used across a range of applications, even within the same patient. Different rendering parameters will make all of this fairly simple. Now moving down a little bit to the uh, knee and below. Good example here of you can see the laceration, the subcutaneous tissues anteriorly at about one o'clock. But look at it, when you look at the windows here, you can see the vessel of is intact. You can see the um, differential enhancement of muscle. You can see here, again, the muscle and soft tissue. And here, the same thing. So I think one of the things I'm trying to show to you is that um, you really can get a very good look at many different things. Now, when you talk about this case with the circular saw, It's really impressive, the injury to the skin, the subcutaneous tissues. The 3D maps are particularly good in showing you the volume of the injury, the extent of the injury, the fact that the vessels are patent, the relationship to bone. Remember, trauma is a conglomerate injury. It's not just bone. It's not just muscle. It's not just fat, not just vessel. It could be something all in between. And then here's just a nice example, again, of looking at some of the muscle mass. Uh, uh, that's present so again it's something to really think about of how we look at these images but you can see here it's very impressive the depth of that circular saw injury you can see it very well if the patient um, you know what you do what you'd have to do here is the patient would have to have those muscles over sewn after they have some debridement at some point so it's a really challenging case but as you can see from the imaging it's very very well shown now we talk about multi-phase multi-visualization this is a patient with a stab wound to the thigh, and you can see it on the uh, volume-rendered images, particularly to the right of the patient's axial image. Very nicely shown. You see the air in the soft tissues so the patient was stabbed. If you look hard at about 11 o'clock, you see the defect in the skin. But now you look, when you do the 3D, you very nicely see that the vessel's intact. Femoral artery, superficial femoral artery uh, are, all, are all intact. The SFA tracks down nicely. You take away the bone. You have the vessel in its entirety. Everything looks good. You have a patient here. We had a stab wound in the thigh. Look at the stab wound. Look at the uh, increased vessels near the stab wound as vessels grow into areas that are injured. You can see very nicely there in the sagittal view, uh, that information. I've also been looking at wrist injuries. Here's a patient with a laceration. And this patient had a big laceration. I think it was intentional, but you can see, look at the depth of and visualization of the various branches. Uh, you can see the skin, you see the bone. Look at the details of that. I just put them side by side, it's pretty impressive. And here's another one where you really can see very nicely the skin, the vessels, the plexuses, and the bone. So again, we're trying to to Optimize visualization, not create many more additional visualizations, but to create one visualization which answers everything, and then can adjust very quickly to provide more information. Now, sometimes it's amazing what you can pick up. This is a patient with a fracture. You can see a markedly comminuted fracture, and the patient um, was having some issues. So it was transferred. Well, when you look at the case, there's a big fracture, it's angled of the humerus, you see the axillary to brachial artery, and it's intact. But then you look and you say, what's going on in the skin? There are multiple blisters present, okay? The patient has multiple blisters, whether it's cinematic or grayscale, or volume rendering, they have multiple blisters. And what this patient has and uh, is really, basically multiple abscesses. It's an interesting case because, um, I've never quite seen that before. This patient was taken to surgery because this was causing compartment syndrome. Very important diagnosis. We had really good arterial phase images here as well, which I may get to show you. We talk about things like um, you know, when you look at these images, and you see the blisters, you kind of say, well, didn't the clinicians notice it? Well, no, they left the floor. They didn't notice anything. It was only on the way to radiology, something about radiology. They were allergic to us or something. The patient developed these blisters, but that's a good sign for compartment syndrome, which requires immediate surgery. And just a beautiful image, really nicely, very nice shadowing and color, and then here it is in color and grayscale. And here is just a few more images. So it's really something that we really want to look at. Now. What I've showed you is skin and soft tissue. In my mind, I think the trick is to look at it. We tend not to look at it. If there's a question, you'll do a reconstruction, but I'm saying, what if, what if we had reconstructions in every scan? What if you always could look at it, regardless of what you were doing, whether it was trauma or tumors, extent of pathology, infectious disease, all of these things require review and knowledge Not only the CT scan, but the edges of the CT scan. And I think by looking at everything very, very carefully, you're going to make some diagnoses that you would not have thought of, make some diagnoses that you might have missed, and do the best thing for your patient. And with that, we'll see you next time.